Hello, and welcome to The Practical Prophetic, where prophetic ministry is made practical. I'm Beth Wingate, I'm your host, and welcome to the podcast. On our podcast today, I am so excited to have back with us a guest that's going to talk to us about prophetic encouragement. We have been studying the Hebrew root words attached to the word prophecy or to prophesy or prophesying in your Bible. The root word is naba, which means to be influenced by the Holy Spirit or to speak and sing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And we said that the reason that the Lord talks to us is to to transmit messages to us, to communicate with us. And He typically does that through our five senses in the prophetic sense. So we either see or hear or we use our senses. And then the Lord wants us to transmit those messages. And we typically do that through prophetic evangelism, but we've also emphasized through prophetic encouragement. In fact, when I go to church, I always look for ways to encourage someone prophetically under the influence of the Holy Spirit. You know, how can I speak life to someone today? How can I encourage them? How can I build their faith? And so I've invited Pastor Matt Akins, my worship pastor, to come back on the show because we love to talk about prophetic encouragement. Welcome to the show, Pastor Matt. Beth, it is so awesome to be on the show. There's just a few things that I want to share today. Beth, there are times when we need to encourage others, and there are times when we need to know how to encourage ourselves. And I just wanted to share a few things. The Bible says, Beth, in Luke 6, 38, give and it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Amen. We we can even stop right there because what you give out, God will will in turn give unto you. So I believe when we sow seeds of encouragement, people will encourage us. Absolutely. Absolutely. This covers so many things, pretty much everything in life. There's this ebb and flow of us giving and there's a response and it's happening all of the time. We're always sowing seeds with our words, even our thoughts in every way possible in life. We're constantly sowing seeds and we're always going to receive an eventual harvest. So as it relates to encouraging others and as it relates to encouraging ourselves, we just need to be aware of that. There are times when I will feel led to go to an individual and just pull them aside and just share with them something that I feel that God has put on my heart to tell them. I was thinking of a time recently, there was an individual, it actually had been on my heart for a while to come up to this person and to share with them. I just wanted to come up to this individual and say, you're awesome. Do you know how awesome you are? You have such a great personality. And so finally, when the time was right, it was kind of like what your mom says, Judy, when she says, don't look for the brassy moments, but look for the golden moments. Yes. I found my golden moment and I went up to this individual <laughs> and I said, can I just talk to you for a second? And the person was like, sure. And I said, I just want to let you know, you have such an awesome personality. You're funny. You're hilarious. And it is just so fun to be around you. Do you know that? And this individual was literally drinking it in, taking it back as if this person, they didn't quite believe it themselves. We're not sure that they actually believed that they had a great personality, that they were that awesome. So there are times when the Spirit will lead us to do that. And, you know, we don't need to hold back encouragement. That's right. We don't need to. If there's any time we feel led to do it, you never know what someone is going through and what they need to hear 
in that moment. And so we don't need to delay it. If we feel that we need to do it, then we need to go do that. That individual was very appreciative. Their face lit up and you could tell it changed their entire day. They were really accepting and working through what I had just said. And it meant a lot to them. But Beth, there are times when God will do that. There are times when we will be led by the Spirit to go to an individual and encourage them. And you never know what someone is going through. We have no idea. You know, every day we see people that have a smile on their face, but that doesn't mean everything's okay. Right. And we don't know what they're going through. And that is why God will oftentimes use us to encourage others. And I heard a pastor, one of my favorite pastors has said this before. He says, if God wants to bless you, he will send a person. If the devil wants to attack you, he will send a person. You know, it's all coming through the medium of a person. You know, that right. the spiritual things come through us, you know. And so, yeah, I can tell you, Beth, so many stories. There was a time when an individual has come up to me at church after worship and has told me after the service how much that he appreciated my worship. And it meant so much to me, Beth, because it was so genuine. And it was not just fluff. It wasn't them just going through the motions or, or lip service, but it was so genuine and spirit led that it was literally just life giving to my spirit. Beth, I wrote it down in my journal. I have a prayer journal. I have wow. notes on my phone. I will go back and look at these things. This individual probably doesn't even know this, but I have probably two or three in- encouraging words from this individual. And there are times when I will go back and access that. And I will be refreshed by just just reading that and just reminding myself of what, how God used someone else to encourage me. That's so good. That's all, you know, that's a wonderful practice too, about keeping sort of a journal or a log of when people, you know, speak into your life and give you encouraging words so that you can go back and listen to that or read that. What that in and of itself is a powerful encouragement. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the Bible says in Matthew 7, 12, so in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So it works both ways, Beth. If we want to receive encouragement, we are going to have to give encouragement. If we want to receive a spirit-led word that God trusts someone with to come up and tell us that can be so life-giving, then we don't need to just be selfish. We need to be prepared anytime to give a word of encouragement to someone else. Beth, there are so many times when I will go through the drive through at, at a fast food place or wherever, and I will just be looking for ways to compliment uh, the employees. If they're friendly, if they're being very friendly to me, if they're going over and beyond, I will always try to just tell them, hey, I really appreciate your personality today. You're just, you're always smiling, and it just means a lot to me. And Beth, I have found that as I've done that, it will come back to me. I have found that I will go maybe through that same drive through later or maybe to another place. And it is so incredible how it happens, Beth, randomly. I will forget about it, but it's not random, but I will not be thinking about it. But someone will tell me, you know, you're always smiling and I just appreciate you. And it's just so fun how that Luke 638 principle comes back. When we give encouragement, it will come back to us. Right. That's so, and it's so powerful and it's such a fun way to live. You know, it's a privilege to be able to encourage other people or to evangelize other people or give them a word from the Lord. One of those Naba moments. What, what a privilege, what an honor for God to be able to use us in that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the Bible, once again, going back to scripture, first Samuel 36, 
David was in a dark place, and he had the only option that he had. He was backed up against the wall. He was between a rock and a hard place. Literally. <laughs> literally. Literally. If you go back and read 1 Samuel 36 and read the context surrounding this, he encouraged himself in the Lord. And it's amazing to me, and I know it's God, that he had the wherewithal. He knew inwardly. There was that instinct that he needed to do that, and I know that was a God thing. We all go through different seasons in our lives when, whether it's just life or circumstances or even the enemy. We know that the Bible says in John 10, 10, the enemy comes for no reason but to steal, kill, and destroy. We have an enemy that will attack us and will put thoughts in our mind, you know, just attack our thinking. It could be negative thinking. We, sometimes we call it stinking thinking, you know. Yeah. But, there, you know, there are times when we will know that there's thoughts coming in our mind. There's think, negativity coming towards us that is clearly not of God. And we need to know what to do in that situation. And bet there are times when if it's late at night or early in the morning, we can't just call somebody on the phone all of the time, you know, and spend 30 minutes on the phone with somebody. We have to know how to find the Word of God and encourage ourselves. That is so good. I, I'm reminded of, as a Christmas gift, uh, this sweet, sweet lady gave me a set of Scripture cards, but they're personalized. They have my name in the Scriptures. Yeah. And I have them uh, right where I brush my teeth in the bathroom. And, you know, you change them out uh, weekly. But um, it'll say, like, I, Beth, am seated in heavenly places. You know, and it's, it's very personal. And so I try to make it a habit to read that to myself in That's the mirror so daily with Scripture to encourage myself. I mean, so and it's good. powerful. And, you know, you don't always notice the first day. Yeah. It's that everyday discipline that, that habit of, of speaking scripture over yourself to start your day that is just, um, it's amazing. And I'll carry it all day long. That's incredible, Beth. It goes back to some of the things we've talked about before and that you've shared on your podcast that you know, we're sowing seeds with prophetic right. words and words of encouragement. We're sowing seeds and you never know when that harvest is going to come back, whether That's it's right. in your life or whether it's in someone else's life. You never know. I can go back, if I wanted to, I could take an hour and tell you, you know, go back to my teenage years, go back to my, my 20s. I could tell you times when individuals encouraged me, and those moments were key moments for me. That You know, I, I look at it like this. You know, we talked about once again, if God wants to bless you, He will send someone. Well, sometimes, Beth, we don't even see the gift that we have. Sometimes we can't see the gift we have or the anointing that is present in our lives. It's, but sometimes it's obvious to other people. And so it's kind of like a mirror. Sometimes God will use an individual to encourage us. And that's God, good. Yeah. Or God, sometimes God will use us to encourage someone to be like a mirror and say, this is what you have. I want to let you know, this is what I'm seeing. And this is just me telling you, this is what God has done in your life. I want you to see this. And it's so, so important. That harvest will come back if we will if, if we understand the process of sowing and reaping, that's a kingdom principle. And I know right. you talk a lot about kingdom principles on your podcast, but that is a kingdom principle of, of seed, time, and harvest. That's right. Everything in your Bible is on that system, uh, the seed system. And so, uh, you know, I've shown this uh, on here several times that uh, we had this little handheld seed spreader. And God just started speaking to me while I was putting out. It was actually like fertilizer gran granules, but but God was yeah. like, you know, your words are like seeds. 
And wow. uh, we either need to ha- speak life, speak speak fruitful seeds that produce a harvest, that produce fruit, or yeah. if when we get when we get critical and negative, that can be like putting out weeds. And, That's true. And and critical and negative words can be like uh, weeds that can get into your garden. And if you if you don't tend the garden. Uh, you know, those weeds can be very problematic and can, Come on. can can take away from you being fruitful. And so we have to put, a, like you said, put a guard on our mouth so that we don't say um, the wrong things. And, and negative is sort of like a wide net, but yeah. uh, in that would be like critical things, competitive, putting people down or or, um, you know, just, gossip. just, yeah, gossip, just that we can't, it comes with a price tag that we yeah. cannot afford and there's no place for that in your garden. You know, the first command that God gave Adam was to tend and guard the garden. And yeah. to me, a lot of times that's like our words. And so we need to tend and guard uh, the garden with the things we speak and, and we need to speak life. And I was, uh, I think I told you before or told this on here before that my neighbor sent me a quote that said, every time you open your mouth, every time you speak, you are prophesying your future. I think that wow. is so powerful. That so is powerful. powerful. That is so powerful. Beth, the Bible says in Proverbs fifteen twenty three, a man has joy by the answer of his mouth and a word spoken in due season. How how good it is! How good it is! It's so so awesome. So 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 what that saying is not only uh, the right words, but the right time. That's that golden moment versus brassy moment. I think you know, just being led of the Spirit to that when you give a word of encouragement, if the Spirit has led you in that, it'll become like a Naba moment, a Rama moment that can really be powerful for someone, you know, or for yourself. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think what you said earlier too, Beth, about the weeds, you know, we have good days and bad days. You know, we have, we have sometimes where the circumstances or situations in a day may pile up to the point where we can be overwhelmed. And those are the situations where we do need to be careful with our words and even our thinking. But I do think that's important what you said. We need to understand that it is a process. It is a guarded, and we will have to you know, you could have one day where you do great and you encourage yourself and you encourage others and your thoughts are in line with the Word of God and you're in a good place. But there may come another day where it's not as easy and we need to and there may be some weeds and we just need to stop and pray and, and just remove those weeds. We could be it could be All negative right. thinking that is not of God. It could be stinking thinking that is not of God or maybe just little some annoyances that kind of just pile up that we just need to take care of. But just like in a garden. You have to manage the weeds, and that's a part of the process. Well, and a part of that is just uh, just having the mind of Christ. You know, I think this yeah. is about camping out <laughs> with the fruits of the Spirit. You know, those are yes. the things we want. So we have to focus on love. You know, Gina's podcast last week was, What Does Love Say? I love that. That's, that's so, so good. So fantastic. So when, when you are setting out to encourage someone, I think, you know, I, I, that's challenged me this week to stop and pause and say, what does love say about this person? Absolutely. That, that's going to definitely produce good fruit. Amen. Yes, Pastor Matt, giving encouragement is so important. You know, I, I, we just have to create a habit 
of speaking life into people. And I also yeah. thought I would uh, mention that you have a new single out. Um, yes. So you're, yes, you're the worship leader of our church, and our church is, done, is working on a project, and we've had a single out. And I know you've been working on music with children's ministry for years. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and you have a new single out, and I thought you could share with us— um, as an encouragement to others and how it encouraged you yourself um, about your song and your music and just, just share what's on your heart. Absolutely. Yes. This song, I just released it and you can, we'll put the link on here, but you can get it through Apple music, Amazon. It's on all the platforms. It was a song, Beth. It was a song that was written years ago back in my youth group. And actually this was back when our pastor now, pastor Shane was the youth pastor at our church back in the day, years, years ago. I was in my early 20s, and it was a moment where the worship team, the youth praise team, we were together, and we were literally just worshiping. In fact, I think it was a practice. I, Beth, I actually think it was just a rehearsal. Oh, okay. And we were just worshiping, and we and the Spirit started to move, and it was just one of those moments. You know, it was a Naba moment <laughs> where, where the prophetic started happening, and I was literally just getting lost in the presence of God. So here we are. We have all these musicians and, and our youth team, our youth praise team, you know, playing and just worshiping. And I was just literally just zoning out. And these were the words that just came out. And the words were, when you're with me, time stops in this moment. Nothing really matters except you and me. And it was just God encouraging me, saying, listen, you need to get along with me. Even though we were in a group together, it was God telling me and telling all of us. You just, you need to get my presence. You need to set aside everything and you need to learn how to just dwell and abide in my presence. And that's what this song's about, Beth. It's just getting in the presence of God, oh, setting good. aside the stress, setting aside the distractions and learning how to be alone with God. We, that's a very, very healthy thing. It's a part of our walk with God is that we do spend that time with him and we set aside that time just to be with him. That's what the song's all about. That's so awesome. I mean, you know, that's uh, one of the ways that we're able to hear from the Lord is just to be in His presence, and we yeah. and we have to practice the presence. And then uh, once once the Lord begins to speak to us or show us things, then we just need to be intentional and to Absolutely. share those things. And encouragement is such a wonderful way that that we can be a blessing to people around us. Yes. I encourage, yes, thank you so much for being on the show. I want to encourage people thank to, you. Get, uh, to get Pastor Matt's new single, When You're With Me. It's fantastic. And, thank you. Uh, and I'm excited about the future songs that you're going to be putting together and writing and, and also for our worship team. And uh, you've just been an encouragement in my life. And I'm so excited to have you on. And I, and I love the way, you know, we love to talk about the prophetic. That's sort of one of the areas where uh, music, especially and uh, God definitely uses music, and I definitely want to have you back on the show, especially when we talk about the prophetic and music. Yes, absolutely. I would love to. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank I you. Have a, a wonderful week. Thank you, guys, and I'll see you next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button so next time I post, you will be informed. Thank you for listening. And also, if you would like to send me an email, you can do so at bethwingate at aim.com. That's bethwingate, B-E-T-H-W-I-N-G-A-T-E, at aim, A-I-M, dot com. Bethwingate at aim.com. 
Once again, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and have a blessed day.